0: The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute provides educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12, first-person curriculum with video, discovering heroes book series for kids, and a speakers bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones, a high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with artifacts, and Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org.
1: Ball sends it over to Edward Robles, go Insert
0: Name FC! What
1: is up everybody, my name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me as always is my best friend and other host of the show, Edward Robles.
2: Hey, how's it going guys?
1: So if you guys are probably wondering, it sounds like you got, that we are on Zoom calls because um, we are on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah putting it out there Um,
2: homeboy yeah. over here got, got the COVID shot there was the vaccine okay and, well uh, that's, this did... isn't a side effect of the COVID <laughs> alright so for people that don't
1: know I do have I am completely uh, vaccinated from COVID I guess you could say but um, I think like I'm not I, I'm not fully going to be good till like 28 days Um, so I think I'm still kind of like a few days away from, from hitting that but at the same time that I was getting my second COVID vaccine, um, I was starting to develop a cold. And so I'm right now in that moment where I'm not entirely sure if this is the COVID vaccine doing all this or it's um, the cold or maybe a combination of both. Like the COVID vaccine just made my cold worse. It's basically the, the, the argument that I'm currently in. And, and we don't know. So. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, obviously I'm sick. I don't want to get Edward sick because obviously he's a he's a he's a father of two boys, um, two yeah. very, very small boys that seem to get
2: sick very often. <laughs>
1: so I try to hey. get Edward
2: sick. They're, they're, by the time they get older, their immune is going to kick ass with all the sickness they've been through. <laughs>
0: they Shit. are the
2: cure. And they're a fucking generation. I, of, they're they're, they're, I gener- <laughs> they're Will Oh, Spins pretty much, Regin. dude. Bro, <laughs> like they're they're supposed to the cure. No, oh, dude, the, this generation of kids, bro. I think they're they're gonna be the cure. They're gonna be the ones that are, like gonna have the immune system of like the bosses and shit. They're gonna be killing it, man.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. So that is that is exactly what's going on. So I am fully vaccinated, uh, thanks to <laughs> thanks to the VA. Something I never thought I would say, but something positive <laughs> about the VA. But here we are, uh, <laughs> bruh. As I'm talking, um. See, even my body's like Hector. Stop saying nice things about the VA. But here here we are. So, but I will say though, it took forever to get that second shot because there was at one point where we're all sitting there waiting to get our vaccine that they ran out at the VA. So I was like, okay. So you know, obviously, VA is gonna VA, if you will. uh, Yeah. But yeah. So obviously, I did get vaccinated. I got my little sticker. Uh, I don't know. I haven't put it on. <laughs> I got, I got my. It's like the the equivalent of like the people that like I voted. They put like little I voted stickers. I, I got, got the, the vaccine. Yeah, I got the vaccine. Like you have to put it on social media. You're not, Damn, like, what are you doing right. <laughs> but anyways, man, we got a another good show for you guys. Actually, we got a really jam packed show. So we got headlines. We have um, game recaps. We have players of the week. We have game previews, and we will. Also, be previewing the because next week kicks off the MLS or Major League Soccer or the league that Edward literally has no knowledge on. So no
2: like knowledge. I'm not, my knowledge is still with Brian Chang. Think about that.
1: So, this is going to be very entertaining, uh, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, so that that's going to be what's coming up, man. So, before we get to that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. You guys can hear an interview. Uh, interview <laughs> ad read. woo, COVID is doing something. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm telling you that COVID vaccine da, 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 is da, even da, to The me. vaccine side effects include um, loss of memory for a second. <laughs> if, you,
1: if you feel you have any tendencies of Edward, it's the vaccine.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the vaccine. Yep. And right, you have yeah. like brain farts. Yeah.
1: All right. So we're gonna go. You guys can go ahead and listen to some ad read, and uh, we'll get going with the show. Ugh, my cable bills through the roof again.
0: Why don't you switch to Fubo TV? What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract, so you can cancel at any time. Mm, that sounds too good to be true. Well, if you go to the bio of our Instagram or Twitter at insurnamefc, click on the link tree, and go to our Fubo TV link. You can get start a seven day free trial. Not only will you be freeing yourself from cable, but you will also be supporting the Insurname FC podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network.
1: I'm going to start my seven-day free trial right now. And we are back. Shout out to that amazing sponsor, a uh, partner of ours. I got to be careful with saying sponsor, and partner of ours. So make sure you guys take full advantage of that, uh, of that special that we have with that partnership. Um, you know, Cause you know, it help, not only does it help yourself, but it helps us as well. And the audience sports network. So make sure you guys go into our link. Our link tree that's available on both our social media platforms on Instagram, FCU, on Instagram and Twitter. The link is on the bio. And you go ahead and take advantage of those great partners that we have here at the Unhinged Sports Network.
2: Yes, sir.
1: All right, Edward, headlines, man. So before we get going with these headlines, man, we're going to start off with Transfer Watch. It's crazy to think that, you know, we're only two months left into the season. So. Now you're going to start seeing the maneuverings and the rumors uh, for some upcoming transfers, man. This summer is going to be really big. I think there's going to be some massive uh, changes in, in the whole realm of the soccer world. It might be.
2: I mean, especially in the European soccer, dude, like that. Those are the big names that are going to be moving around. So oh, I'm, I'm excited of, to see what okay. going <laughs> You said the soccer realm. So. Could be MLS involved. Could be the MLS MA well, involved. Maybe the MLS can
1: get somebody.
2: <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll keep you up to date to that, guys. If, if MLS all right.
1: So here's some, here's some transfer rumors. We're not going to go like in depth with all of them, but we're just going to say it out there just so you guys know it's out there. All right. Start things off. Harry Kane. Tottenham has now put a price tag on Harry Kane for 175 million euros.
2: Damn. That's a. That's so a, that's a hefty price tag there.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it, let, let's be real. I mean, Harry Kane is definitely a a really great striker, very seasoned striker, knows what he's doing. Kind of, I guess you could say, the British version of, of Robert Lewandowski.
2: Mm-hmm. You,
1: could, you could say that. Um, you could. Maybe some won't, but definitely someone to keep an eye on. I'm sure he wants to uh, win something at some point. Um, so. You know, maybe, and a $175 million, maybe that helps Tottenham, but let's face it. Tottenham's going to Tottenham, in my
2: opinion. But, um,
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so that is, that's that, that that rumor. Also, this isn't necessarily a rumor, kind of just like it did it, it happen. Aguero, uh, Aguero, uh, <laughs> Aguero Watch. Okay, we'll, we'll start with Aguero Watch, and then we'll go to the other one that I was supposed to do. Ooh, man, this COVID vaccine is doing things to me. <laughs> but, um, so, that's what you're my. Sergio Aguero, Will not be returned to Manchester City. As a matter of fact, he will be a free transfer, similar to Lionel Messi. Um, is going to be a free transfer, so it's going to be interesting to see where Sergio Aguero lands. The heavy favorite right now is Barcelona. A lot of people are believe that Barcelona will be getting Sergio Aguero. Um, some other clubs that uh, have been thrown in there are, is Arsenal. Um, making his return to uh, uh Argentina which I think will be really interesting to see if that happens. Uh, Real Madrid, I mean, Atletico make a return to Atletico for a club that he was played for. And all the way down from all those possibilities is the MLS.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's intense. I mean, he could, pull the, he could pull the whole Fernando Torres thing where after he went to um, how was it? Uh, uh, China, was it China or Japan? I can't remember um but after he went to to um the the east i guess you could say i'm not exactly 100% sure i can't remember the they I just said Asia, he went- but okay Asia. okay well he went back to atletico madrid right for one last season yes and he retired so aguero could actually try to do that with atletico madrid as well i mean they're
1: i mean Agu- aguero's obviously Getting up there in age, but I think definitely still has something where he could definitely still play in the top level in Europe. But I mean, if he if he if he wants to try elsewhere, I mean, um, Asia is definitely an interesting place. MLS, I think, is always something enticing for some of these European based players, just because I think a lot of them do love America in some in some way. Um, yeah, but I mean, also the, the I mean, obviously he's an Argentine. But, you know, his his father in law. Was uh, Diego Maradona? Maybe he wants to go back to Argentina and be with family. Could be another another avenue, but it'll be interesting to see where where will go. So we'll definitely have our eyes on Aguero watch, um, along with Leo Messi,
2: and then obviously yeah, we'll, super team. Let's, yeah, let's
1: throw that out there as well.
2: The super team watch, <laughs> see what's going to be possible. All right, so you can want, make it happen.
1: All right, so the other one that I was going to say before, I just kind of, uh had a brain fart, was the representation of Erling Haaland were in Spain. That is correct. In the same day, Erling Haaland's representation, which was his age and his father, went to Barcelona, which everybody was like, oh, Haaland's going to Barcelona. And then as soon as they were done with that meeting, went to Madrid to go talk to around Madrid. So now nobody knows what's going on. I'm sure that they're going to continue to do their thing. Um, obviously, Erling uh, early Haaland has been rumored with Real Madrid and Barcelona already. Have been. we've heard the rumors for Manchester City as well? Though Manchester uh, Pep Guardiola did mention that they will not be seeking out a forward um, this coming transfer window. So I don't know if he if he's just trying to throw some smoke and mirrors out there, but that is something to keep an eye on for. Where is the future of of of, of soccer? The, an, another contender for Ball Where will he be landing as well?
2: Yep. You know, I mean, that it's it kind of throws a, a lot of uh, questions up in the air cuz I think um even then do you think he'll end up in the EPL, La Liga, and of course, which team? Everybody everybody's just, everybody's going to be excited to see that. Like everybody's just going to be keeping an eye on him for sure or they may he may decide to stay in Dortmund. Who knows? Dortmund may give him an offer, another offer, another extension, and we don't know yet. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just. Or to kind the, of, other, uh,
1: the other thing to, to to remember is that early Haaland does have in 2022. We'll have a um, 80 around 80 million euro release clause. So I mean, teams could probably just be patient and just wait out to use for the cheaper option. I guess you could say because I feel like you could definitely. Throw out that early Haaland could probably get that that massive transfer offer could maybe hit the two hundred, maybe even even hit the three hundred million mark um, in his transfer. But um, that is an option for some clubs, especially right now, obviously with COVID being something that kind of took back a lot of teams in finances. But uh, we'll yeah. keep an eye on to see what happens to Erling Haaland. Um, Arsenal's looking at right backs. That's happening. Uh, Two players that I know for sure that I've I've seen rumored with, with uh Arsenal have been Hakimi from Inter Milan, which by the way, their new logo, trash.
2: <laughs> just gonna put <laughs> they that said out. it was they the said, said it was uh the, the 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 autobots mixed with the Inter Milan emblem. Oh my god. I, I, it
1: look, it looks like a Skittle. A, a Skittle or, or an M. I guess it's Oh a- man. Anyways. No, nah, I've seen it I've seen but, yeah, but, but hey, yeah, go but ahead. Hakimi and then um, the other player, the, the right back at Brighton, uh, Tarkey, I think his name is, Tarkay. Um, But yeah, so, which, uh, as an Arsenal fan, I mean, I love the idea of being Rupert with Hakimi, especially because Real Madrid was dumb enough to let that man leave. But um, what does that mean for, for, for Maitland-Niles, or Maitland-Miles, Maitland-Miles? I always mix up the ends the and the M. But yeah, what does that mean for him? Obviously, he's a right back, same position, and you have Arsenal looking at right backs. And then also, what does that mean for, for Bellerin as well? That has to mean that Bellerin's out the door as well, if Arsenal's looking for right backs.
2: I mean, if anything, Bellerin could just go back to Spain. Could be. He still has, a, he still make, has that make, good potential. He his return to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, well, does Barcelona Well, want no. Him? I don't think so. But he could go somewhere else in in Spain. Maybe he
1: goes join the the super team in PSG.
2: Oh, that would actually Damn. That's possible. Now you got me looking at. All right. Mm -hmm. So
1: for for our American our American listeners, I mean I guess most of our listeners are Americans out of the world. The American sports listeners that we have here that probably don't know much about soccer. Um, if you guys didn't know this, uh LeBron James is part of the ownership group for Liverpool. And Liverpool is prepared for this. This is the reason why Liverpool has LeBron James with them. And that is to Because if there's one thing we know about LeBron, he knows how to build a super team. And that is what what Liverpool is going to do. Because they're going to use
2: LeBron to talk to Mbappe to come to Liverpool. Yeah, I mean... They're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna use LeBron as uh like a bargaining chip almost and they're gonna let him just do the talking exactly. I mean he has he has a professional relationship with mbappe, you know a business relationship, so they're gonna they're gonna yank on that and be like, hey, uh can we talk to you off for a second? We want you to do something for us and to mbappe yeah, of course too. yeah, oh crap. Hey, for all you know, that might be the way to do it. He might that's, do like a small the, little cameo. That was, the,
1: that was the talking, that was the, 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 the settlement, the settle. That, that, that's, that was what got the deal.
2: I'll put you to yeah, space that, Jam That's what, quote unquote, that is what uh, Mbappe is joining. That is, this is why Mbappe is joining Liverpool. He was going to be in Space Jam too, and he will have his own Space Jams signed by LeBron, and he will have his own brand of Space Jams, the Mbappe's you know how Neymar had the hyper venoms and stuff, mm-hmm. so yeah. So I mean, you never know; crazy crap like that could happen, man. It's it's yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny to think about if that's gonna be the bargaining chip. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Liverpool
1: obviously, Liverpool is in the mix for Mbappe as well as Real Madrid also being in there, and they're all, they're willing to throw out a hundred billion plus Vinicius Junior to get Mbappe. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what PS, what where PSG ends up going, and also what Mbappe wants to do because obviously. He can clearly, he can literally say no to any of the offers. Um, yeah. And then the, uh, we got two more left. So Juventus is looking to get Locatelli, a young, promising Italian defensive midfielder, part of that future for Italy. A lot of people believe that him and Tonali will be, I guess, essentially your So when Pirlo pair up like they had in, in years past, and obviously they did win a World Cup. So probably a, a good, uh, a great thing to be compared to. Um, but yeah, Juventus is prepared to go and get Locatelli this summer. Um, and, and definitely, like kind of how we said before, they're trying to build a team around Prashant Ronaldo. So and the defensive side needs to definitely work, get a little bit better as well. And I think this is a guy that can definitely come in and help right away.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's very well put. I think uh, just, um, mm, I don't know, man. Uh, with, Okay, so with Juventus, it's just they have they're very filled with midfielders, I think. Like they're 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 up there with okay, having so many midfielders that it's just it's crazy to try to bring in more. So,
1: That's true. no, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then the final rumor that we've been hearing is uh, Lucas Vasquez, who is a right winger, but seems more often now we're seeing him at right back for Real Madrid is actually in, in a lot of teams wish lists, Specifically Chelsea and Manchester United wish list. I think that Lucas Vasquez, I don't necessarily think they're gonna bring him in to be a right back. I think the right winger is going to be the position that he's gonna end up playing for them. Um but it's gonna be interesting to see, I mean because Chelsea obviously, you know, you have a lot of guys that can play in the right wing and then Manchester United are they are they looking to Change things up. Is, is old gunner trying to do something here. Um, but yeah, Lucas Vasquez is a one.
2: You,
0: you never know what old
2: Gunner's trying to do, so for all we know, he'll get Lucas Vasquez and play him as a striker because <laughs> <laughs> he, he his plans are all over the place, but somehow they end up working. Or maybe he
1: saw like how the competition's been going with Christian uh with Christian Tellers and Luke Shaw that he wants to do that with with Juan Bissaka.
2: Yeah, pretty much. He's He's like, hey, it worked on the left. It can work on the right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, Gunner. Bro, like, I swear to God, like, oh, Gunner, even the way he speaks, is kind of like that, um, he just says whatever he's thinking at the moment, and then he kind of rethinks it. He's like, well, you know, wait, let's back up, and then he just kind of does the complete opposite of whatever he said, and then just... And somehow it works.
1: All right, but yes, yeah, so that is that is our transfer watch. Um, some interesting, interesting stories to follow, especially as we get closer to the end of the season and once that summer transfer window opens up, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens and and how how much is going to shake up in in, in soccer uh, for that. But ever, let's get going with some headlines. McKinney, Dabala, and Arthur are were suspended from the Torino game, and it was because. Uh, Weston McKinney wanted to throw a house party.
2: A COVID party. Yay. So in the,
1: in the attendance of the party was Dybala and Arthur, plus 20 other people, which obviously clearly breaking COVID restrictions. Not only the fact that they had more than 20 people, clearly 23 people, if you include McKinney, Dybala, and Arthur, um, but obviously also breaking the mandatory curfew that Italy has, which is between 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Um, Police were alerted and arrived at McKinney's home at 11.30 p.m. And obviously, Andrea Pirlo chose to suspend the three from their game against Serena, which I believe they drew against. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, this is not a good look for, for Weston McKinney, obviously, a player that we've heard that
0: wants to we've
2: been, build around from. And yeah. uh, he pulls this. We've been, we've been, we've been hopping him up. It's kind of like the same with me and Phil fun. Like when all that the stuff happened with the England and the hotel and the girls and stuff like that, kind of like, Hey, I'm hyping this kid up. And also it's like, I'm hyping up his skill, but it's the same way with McKinney. McKinney, we, we, I, I was hyping him up and I was excited and everything right now. I'm still excited for him to be on the team and everything is just now with just this, um, breaking the COVID protocols and stuff. Um, it kind <clears> of, <throat> kind of puts you up in the spotlight in a very negative way. So,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I, I I agree with that. It's just it it, it definitely. You know, I think you gotta remember that. Weston's very like. I mean, um, yeah, he's young. He's, he's young. He's so. I mean, like. Let's face it, he's doing what most people his age would do in this in these circumstances. You know, obviously they don't Hell,
2: We know people who is his age that probably did the same exact they're always posting it up on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook time about hey, we're at a party. Like, dude, do you not realize what's going on in the world?
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's definitely not a good look for him, but aside from that, I mean, you know, just do better, Weston. Yeah,
2: better, pretty man. much
1: but yeah so I mean and then obviously the ball a player that hasn't been played that much as well due to injuries and, and I believe he also has gotten covered a few times
2: um, he got covered like two or three times I believe he caught he was positive twice I believe
1: so I mean this man is playing a dangerous game man.
2: no he is and I mean he is he is like La Jolla he's the gym, but now You've been out for so long. You plan on coming back in and scoring your goals and doing assists and playing like the same way you used to play without seeing what's out there right now. Like it's it's not gonna be the same, man. Especially coming out of injury and stuff.
1: No rehab.
2: That's yeah. all it's not gonna be the same.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And then of course Arthur, a guy that came in to from your events, from a player's pop to college. I mean I'm were really gonna mention that, but that that did happen. Um he's not really getting much play time as of lately, but well <laughs> he's definitely not getting much playing time after this one as well. So yeah, it's not a good look for these for these three. Um, Carol is irresponsible, you know the rules there literally. Just follow them. Eventually this is yep. gonna be over. Um but yeah, I mean there's nothing really much else to say. We we're rooting for you, McKenney. We were all rooting for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> just Jesus Christ, man. But yeah, all right. So, uh, kind of going into another headline. And this is. This one just. Oh, man. This one, I don't know what to tell you, man.
2: This one just grinds your gears.
1: It, it, uh, I think grinds my gears is not the, the right word for it. But um, Valencia ends up walking off during their match against the Diz. So, in the situation. One column ends up calling uh, Diackabi a racial slur. The the Frenchman heard it, uh, reacted. The referee, I believe, gave him a yellow card as well. Um, obviously, once everyone kind of hurt, realized what what was what was the situation, um, all the Valencia players chose to leave the pitch. And I believe this was the first half, like in the 30 minute. The game was one one at the time, and they leave they leave the field, they go into the, into the locker rooms um, and Cadiz are just kind of just just standing there. And the thing that I kind of want to point out, as all this is going on, Juan Cala, you know, obviously is kind of trying to say, I didn't say anything, I didn't say anything. But if you paid attention to that situation, you could see him kind of changing throughout. Like a yeah. change. Like he went from like I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything to so like, crap, I did say something. And like, realize yep. it, it was more like now he's like, it was like, he's trying to play innocent. Like he didn't do anything. He didn't say anything. that he's lying and all that. But then as he's seeing Valencia, literally leaving the pitch, he's realizing like, oh my God, I did this. Yeah. I don't know what the word was said, but I'm knowing, knowing Spanish players, This definitely, I can maybe take a guess, but I don't want to. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, then eventually, uh, the officials came in, talked to the players of Valencia saying like, um, if you guys do not return to the field, you will end up losing three points and there's nothing, you know, you'll, this is going to be come out, come out as a loss for you. Um, unless you choose to go back out on the field, Valencia was more than prepared to go ahead and take that loss. They were actually, no, we're going to, we're going to stand by our guy. You know, this isn't right you know, all the things that you know you want to do to support your teammate. Um the yeah, Akave actually told the team to go back out there on the field, but he did ask to be subbed out because he was not able to to get him compo- recomposed to go back out to the field. And so um, yeah, let's see ends up winning this game two to one, but I don't necessarily think this is a game that able to take a prior. Yeah,
2: and just um it it was just bad and um the the Cadiz delegate actually decided to take out Diacabi and they subbed him out. Like, you know, they subbed him out and they continued like the game. Did so, you took him out? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Valencia. I'm sorry. Valencia took him out and they subbed him out, basically. And they continued the game. But Diacabi was the one that said, yeah, go ahead and continue the game. Like, he. He he was the one that told him to go out and play, while he stayed in the locker room. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be part of that. He he was and upset
1: as well. Carlos Juan, Juan also was subbed so um, out. The manager mm-hmm. came up with some BS with some BS saying that oh he was already on yellow card. He, he didn't want to risk him yeah. getting getting suspended for a game, which I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's still gonna happen. But yeah. uh, but no, yeah, I just. Once again, I, like I said, this isn't, this isn't going to end overnight. Like, it's just not, but it just sucks. Like, I'm, I'm just going to say that. It just sucks. Especially, like, you know, and I think we say this over and over again, you know, we call this a beautiful game, the game that, you know, there's so many cultures that come and play in this game. It's a world, it's a game that unites the world and all that stuff. And then this, game, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, like that just shows you it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, this is a, it's a larger issue than just going on it's it's everywhere. That's that's just kind of what it is. But um the fact that the Valencia players were, were there to stand with their teammate, I think was was really great. And I think that at least showing some signs of some signs of progress. I don't know how many how many all how, all will feel, but I feel like that was some sort of progress. They stood with their teammate. And that's why I love. That's what that was the part that I love seeing.
2: Hmm um but and then also, uh, I was reading up right now. Uh, Juan Cala will speak to the media on Tuesday after the training session about this incident. So, I mean, we're we're recording now on Monday, so it's gonna it's gonna unfurl more and more and more. And Valencia has called a full investigation on the cut on this incident. So we'll we'll figure out what happens, and hopefully, it does get resolved and. And there is justice on on this front because I, for one, I'm not one to stand for this. So uh, this whole racism thing is going off, and and of course, and you start there. There's a lot of teams that start the game off with the no to racism, you know, everything, and there's banners everywhere, and, and for that shit to happen on the fields, and like, we've had incidents already happen like that. So just. It's, it's aggravating to to see that it's still going on. Uh, but like you said, like you saw Juan Cala, his reaction. He was like, "No, I didn't do anything and everything, And as soon as he started seeing everybody, he was just kind of like realizing, "Well, damn, I caused all this. whether whether he said that anything at all, like in that way, or if he said something... That was taken out of context and almost sounded like racism, which that's really hardly ever the case when it comes to these situations um, then yeah it's it's um it's it's pretty drastic drastic so um cadiz cadiz basically they're filling their their're they're backing their players up saying no oh, well, you know they're they're saying our members they are they don't lie they're, they're a team but I mean is that just the team covering for their teammate, or is it just they know what happened and they're just covering it up, or they are being legit and he didn't say anything? Like we we still don't know yet. Um, but no, no, we'll, there, we'll were find some, out. there were some players that
1: definitely said they did.
2: Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh man. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. So.
1: No, it's it's still an ongoing issue. It's, it's going to be an ongoing issue for a while. Um, like I said, I, at least I'm happy to see that Valencia stood with Yakabi.
2: Yeah, of course. And that's that's what you want to see is like a, like team the team standing all even for just the last the last player the one player. That's something that you love to see. Something that that signifies that that shows you there's a unified yeah, united front. Especially in a situation like such as this.
1: Exactly. So, um, not like I said, it, this is definitely an unfortunate situation. And this is a situation that's going to continue to happen. But I think seeing what Valencia was able to do to stand with McCaffrey, I think, once again, I think is uh, there's some progress. Um, you know, no, no one, you didn't see any of the Valencia players like, oh, let's go back out there, let's play. Like, they're like, no, this, this isn't acceptable. We're going to, we're going to leave. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I was happy to see. Um, obviously, you know, the told him to go back out there. Um, the fact that they still with their guy and, and we're willing to, to take a loss for it. Um, cause obviously this is bigger than just a game and, and they showed it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, so.
1: All right, <coughs> so. <sighs> All right man. So. Uh we're gonna we gotta move on from this. Uh unfortunately obviously we could probably go we could probably dedicate a whole episode to this issue, but um you know we got we got other things to talk about.
2: We gotta move on.
1: And it's debate time Edward. All right. So, so this debate topic um was actually gonna be a headline, but then as uh shout out to uh my good friend Eric Cruz. Um, you know, he you know, I asked him because I needed a debate topic. Uh, so he actually you know, brought this up so I was like you know what he inspired me to do this debate topic and, and I mean it was going to be something we were going to talk about anyways but I think it, it is a pretty good debate topic to have um, so for those of you if you guys um, one this is going to be dropped on our on our social media on Instagram Twitter and Instagram Um, so if you guys want to go ahead and chime in your opinion on this debate topic make sure you guys go ahead and drop it in the in the comments on those posts as well if you guys have an idea for a debate topic that you want to hear us debate on, throw it as well in those comments or send us a personal message as well or DM us. Um, Once again, Instagram and Twitter at Instagram Um, Give us your debate topic. And not only will we, you know, if we like it, not only will we just have it on the show, but we'll also give you a shout out on those Instagram and Twitter posts. So there is that. Um, So Edward, the debate topic is, is it Jose Mourinho or is it Tana?
2: Mm -hmm. To give you
1: some context, Tottenham gave up yet another goal in the final 10 minutes of the match, uh, recently being a 2-2 draw against Newcastle. Tottenham has now dropped 11 points in a similar fashion. Uh, For those that don't understand that, 11 points, obviously, you know, in soccer, you win, you get three points. If you you draw, you get one point. If you lose, you don't get it. So they have dropped 11 points Meaning that they were either that either they had a tie or they were winning a game, and they allowed to go in the final ten minutes to change to alter what was going to be the result from that. Which obviously those points are crucial, especially when you're trying to uh, put yourself up in the Premier League tables. So, um, yep. fun fact: Jose Mourinho has been very in his past has been very well and very successful in maintaining leads. As Robo stirring up a storm right now, as I'm saying this. Um, So the media asked Moyo, "Hey, what's going on? Like, this is usually your specialty—is defending a lead." And Mourinho's response was, "Same coach, different players." Yeah, one for one. Jose Mourinho is fully back. I think we can definitely say that with full confidence now.
2: Pretty much, he's back to the old Mourinho. Yep, yep.
1: We we told y'all. We told y'all Tottenham. We told y'all. We told y'all how he goes How this goes. Yeah. We never We've ever seen this dance before. This is how. This is Jose Mourinho being Jose Mourinho. He's a great manager. I'll give him that. But this is why people don't like
2: him. Yeah, I mean, he's. <laughs> He, and then that's the thing that happened with Manu. He um, basically he was like, "Oh, I'm all excited to be with Manu." They were doing good for a little bit. Then everything started going down and down and down and down and down. And then all of a sudden, he just went, He's basically trying to deflect blame. He was like, "No, he's like, I'm the great one." He's like, "I'm not. I'm not. That's not me." He's like, "It's the players." I was like, "Bro, you had the same players and you were doing great, which he was doing great. He was doing." amazing with Tottenham, like dude come on even i was like thinking man these dudes are actually gonna make it like damn and just little by little they started kind of deflating and started you know i guess you could say going back to where they were um but i want to say and maybe it's the coaching man i want to say maybe it's the coaching I mean, so, so you guys say it's Justin Mourinho. I think so, man. You got players of high caliber. I'm not saying you got a Erling Haaland or Messi or Ronaldo up front, you know, like Neymar. But you got players of a, of a high caliber to to play for you. And I mean, you I'm, honestly do have a chance. I'm just
1: gonna, gonna say this. I'm just gonna all right. This is still the same todd like the, the roster, at least roughly. This roster is still the same Tottenham team that went to the Champions League final. It's,
2: it's, it's it's exactly with Pochettino.
1: With Pochettino. Exactly. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm 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 with you. I think it's, it's I think it's Mourinho. I, I, I think it's it's, it's just his tactics are so outdated. I, I think <laughs> the. the, what, what the, the what yeah, are you? Let go, me go go, go, ahead, out, go. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure, yeah, all right. <laughs> the 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 whole parking the bus the, that that strategy being defensive, it just doesn't work anymore. You still do need to have good defense, like that's not going to change. But look what's going on around, in all in all of of soccer right now. It's all about strong attacks, quick potent attacks. Yes, that works with the counterattack, and the counterattack is still a very viable. A, a st- uh, you know, uh, a strategy. But you need to be more. You need to have a strong attack because you're not, a, a, you know, especially when, when you want to compete with the likes of Bayern Munich, with the likes of Real Madrid, like, with the likes of Barcelona. I'll throw Barcelona out there. I don't care. Um, with Manchester City and Liverpool, all these teams have very potent attacks. They do have some good defenses as well. Okay, maybe not Liverpool right now, but they do have some good defenses <laughs> as well. But their attacks are are what scares you, and and when you look yeah. at Tottenham, you have just you have, you have, Hungman's son, you have Gareth Bale, which you don't really use that much, um, and you have Harry Kane. And yes, you are scoring goals, like that, that's that's what you're doing. But that you these are guys you gotta let them keep going, like you can't let them just ease up. You can't. You can't do that. You can't play conservatively when you have guys that can keep running up the score. Run up the score because, honestly, goal differential is probably a big, can be a big deciding factor, especially on the, on those final days when you're trying to look for positioning. Yeah. and, and Jose Munoz's tactics is just... It, I don't think it works anymore. I think they're stale, and people are figuring it out for years. I think everybody's seen Jose Munoz's tactics. Everybody has beaten Jose Munoz's tactics tactics. And that's just kind of what happens. I mean, let's face it. The, the cycle of Joseph Moyer, whenever he goes to a new club, goes in there, you know, obviously he's a very, it's his way or the highway kind of guy. You know, people buy in it. They look good the first couple years and then people get really irritated about Joseph because of his arrogance. Because it's never his fault. And I mean, obviously clearly that's response Shows you that, once again, it's not Joseph William's fault that Tottenham struggled. It's not your fault that you lost to Dino Zagra. It's not your fault that you're 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 not contending for the English Premier League. It's not your fault. It's never your fault, Jose. But in reality, it is your fault.
0: Yeah, I mean um he
2: just he just does everything so uh, I don't know. I believe being humble is the key, especially as a coach, even though you have like the all star players. But it just lets you know like, hey, you're a people kinda you're you're down to earth. With him, he's like I'm the great one. Like I said, he's like this isn't one. my fault. Yeah, the special one and it's just I don't know, man. Like I uh, man, I didn't like him as a coach for Man U. And uh Yeah, don't I really like him as a coach for Tottenham. And I thought he was, I really thought he was doing great. I just, now as soon as, as soon as all this shit starts going downhill, he starts blaming everything else. Hell, he'll bring the trash can if he can. And he'll be like, oh, the trash can was in my way when I was trying to coach. So it's the trash can's fault when I try to explain the situation. And then everybody had to go.
1: <laughs> all right. So, but as you can tell me that we're both on the side that Jose Mayo is the reason why Tottenham
2: is struggling. To so he's, um, a, um, he's, a, he's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. It's just, he has to have. He needs to be more accountable he, for himself. He, there you go. He has to have more accountability. Anyway, So
1: if you guys, um, once again, this is going to be dropped on our social media and Instagram and Twitter at name FC. Jesus Christ. At name FC. Um, so if you guys want to go ahead and give us your two cents, your thoughts on this, on this debate topic, go ahead and share it there as well. And if you have an idea for a future debate topic, drop it in there as well. Or you, or if not, just send us a personal message. Once again, on Instagram and Twitter, at Um And like I said, if we like it, we'll go ahead and have it on a future episode. And we'll give you a shout out, not only on the podcast, but also um, on our social media platforms as well. So there is that. Um, but yeah, so that is the debate topic. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we're going to go to some game recaps and some more good mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah,
1: Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting insertnamefc. And the Unhinged
0: Sports Network. I'm gonna go start
1: shopping now. And we are back. Once again, take advantage of that great partner that we have. Because not only does that help us insert MFC, but it also helps the Unhinged Sports Network that we are a part of and that we love being a part of.
2: Yep. Alright, we're our sick. But go, go go. Jesus Christ.
1: Anyways. Edward, it is time for game recaps. What is your game to recap, Edward?
2: Alright, well, my game to recap is... Alright, now, a lot of Chelsea fans are going to hate me for this one, but West Brom versus Chelsea. That's going to be my game recap for this week. Um, really took everyone by surprise. West Brom beat Chelsea 5-2. to two. Not just like a small amount, it's 5-2. to two. That's... That's that's very perplexing. Like that's something you would expect that Chelsea would be was from, had, you know. So yeah, that that did that throw you off when that shit happened. Um,
1: I found it comical. I mean, obviously, like it's Chelsea, the uh, the the London ri the, the cross city rival for for uh, Arsenal. So
2: I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, true. But I mean, it, it was a, I mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, you don't expect a team like Chelsea to lose against West Brom in that fashion. What of course, what they did. did. And I mean, it's it's happened before where small teams beat David beats Goliath. You know, it's, it's happens. Um, Chelsea had sixty six percent of the possession, so it wasn't. Fairly even. Chelsea had more of the possession. Um, they also outshot West Brom to eighteen of fourteen. So the shooting was more, you know, kind of um, kind of even. You know, just four shots. It's not a big deal. Um, they had the, it's it's a big deal actually now that I think about it because um, that means that West Brom was right on their ass. So, and then basically there was three goals in stoppage time. So that explains a lot in the forty-fifth, and the forty-seventh minute, minute, and the forty-ninth minute, and the ninety-first minute of the game. So basically, those stoppage, those stoppage time goals counted for something. Like they just they just added a little bit more salt to the wound. Have you? What's,
1: what's basically what it's saying is that Chelsea kind of in the
2: yeah they the they were thinking like okay the 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 rest is about to. Blow the whistle! He's about to blow the whistle! He's about to blow the whistle! And all of a sudden, nope, oh, he wouldn't blow it! Like what the hell just happened? So you know, it's kind of like how how when you're playing a match and you're winning by one goal, you're waiting for the ref to just blow the whistle, blow the whistle. And by by you waiting for that whistle to blow, you're looking at the ref, you're missing everything that's going on around you. Maybe that's just just how it happened. Yeah. Um, Christian Polistik started that game, so. And then got out you the know, second half for for a hamstring. Yeah. Oh man, this kid and his hamstring, bro. I swear. It's a, it's a, it yeah. sucks,
1: man. Because you know, obviously, everyone's excited about Chris. We've been excited about Chris for years now,
2: and yeah, for a long
1: time. It's definitely that like the fact that he's going through so many injuries is probably gonna. We're, it's, it's it's gonna be difficult to see him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, but it, it's just frustrating as an American, as a USA fan to see Hurt get again because obviously he's not playing. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. So, I mean, on on that one, it's it's it kind of puts it into perspective as well, and also it's the first loss for Tuchel since he took over Chelsea, which is surprising to me because I, I consider this guy a World-class manager.
1: So, I mean, he I'll, I'll say this. I will say this. The fact right, that right, Tuchel right. got his, his first loss, it could be relieving in, in some way because, I mean, obviously, had they continue, I mean, obviously, you don't want to lose the list. But in, in some way, now people can't constantly be asking you about, oh, is it going to continue? Is the streak going to continue? Is the, is the undefeated streak going to continue? Is going to continue? Can they continue this run? Like, now you can... He's like, okay, we lost. We, we felt defeat. We can move on from this and now focus. Instead of thinking about the, the streak, the undefeated run, you can now focus just playing the game and just play the game how you're supposed to play it. Um, but I mean, also the fact, you can probably factor in that Chelsea does have a Champions League matchup coming up. And that's the reason why they, they maybe were not focused on West Brom uh, because obviously it's West Brom. But... <laughs> But that could be the reason, but I think yes, it, one, you don't want to lose the West Brom, but two, I think this is kind of just relieving. In, in some sense, it's relieving because it's like now there's no pressure. There's no oh, we got to keep the streak alive. Like Now it's just like, let's just go out there.
2: Yeah. And I mean, uh, I, I can see where you're coming from with that one. because It kind of makes him feel like makes him take that deep ass breath like like you're holding it, you're holding it, you're holding it, and finally you're like, Whoa. you're like, okay, okay. So now you know it basically proves that okay, this guy is he's beatable. And he he can be beat. You know, let's. I'm pretty sure the fans are like, hopefully it's not like this again against a small team and it by a pretty decent sized margin. Um, but it, like you said, it just you don't have to deal with the questions or more about. Oh, is he going to continue? Is he undefeated? No, like. Dude, like, we're all gonna lose. Like, no matter what. Even, even, even. For example, even if PSG manages to get the super team, pretty sure there's a loss there somewhere. All right, so it, it just it just goes to show you, like, you know, it it can't even happen to to a team like Chelsea. Like, yes, they're struggling. Timo Warner has found it. Kai Havers hasn't found it yet. Like, their their rhythm, but. You know, there's still time to work on it. So they may maybe this loss is what's gonna kind of make them start on something new, make them build on something new, something that they they know for a little bit. So we'll see, we'll see. But it, it, yeah, it was that's my game to recap, bro. The West Brom versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, excuse me, I just burke. Um, What is your game to recap, sir?
1: So my game to recap is. Leo beating PSG once another. Hmm. So obviously, this is a battle of first versus second. Um. So this is a big game. Obviously, this is a big six point turnaround, if you will, because obviously, game co- uh, the, the winning team collects three points and then also separates themselves from three points from the opposing team. So it's a it's a six point exchange, if you will. With that, and with that being said, man, PSG had sixty five percent of the possession of his match. PSG also outshot Lille sixteen to three. Also, shots on target in this match was three to three. So, Lille was hundred percent on their shots, whereas PSG was just not. The um, the goal that the only goal that was scored was from the young Canadian himself, Jonathan David, who was scored a goal in the twentieth minute mark. But this is all gets overshadowed by the final minutes of the game when you have red cards thrown to Neymar and the Jalo. In the 90th minute mark. And, Damn. and so the situation was so Neymar's pursuing the ball. Um slips by himself. So, slips and slips. I had to point that out, just point it out, there was no contact. He literally just like tripped, lost the ball, the ball rolled. So then Dio does what everybody tries to do in the final minutes. block the ball before so Neymar couldn't get the ball and let it go out of bounds. And mm. Neymar was not happy. He pushes the jalo to the ground. I don't know why he did that. Because I mean it's not why? like why? Like he didn't have to do that. Like the ball wit was gonna go out of bounds anyways. Like there was nothing stopping that. Uh it was gonna be Lil's ball anyways. But Exactly. He pushes the player out, he pushes the jalo to the ground. The jalo starts saying that he's in pain, um, gives you know, obviously the referee gives uh, Neymar the yellow card, which was his second yellow card, which became a red card. So he was out of the game. And then DiGiallo, there was some theatrics. I'll say that for DiGiallo. And the referee saw it. Um, so then the referee was asking DiGiallo to get up. He was like, you know, kind of like still kind of like lingering, saying like, oh, the pain, the pain. finally gets up. Gets the, he gets the second yellow, which ended up turning into a red card as well. And then all of a sudden, he seemed perfectly fine as he's yelling at the referee.
2: <laughs> I bet he's all oh, excited and, and,
1: and, and to, to throw irony in there. Neymar is the guy that's calming him down.
2: Wow! Uh,
1: so as so as the Jalo's like you know trying to walk up like is walk, is walking of the field, still yelling at the referee. Neymar is just like, come on, bro, let's just go, let's just go. let's just go. We're both ejected. Well,
2: the thing is, okay, you, just, Neymar, just
1: The fact that Neymar was the voice of reason. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it just goes to show you that he's growing as a person. Yeah, know, should. He's trying to show his. Leadership.
1: That's a that's a that's a Messi's watching the TV watching this game. It was just that's my fault. I mean the the, the initial the, before all that he was terrible. There you go. He grew up. There I, ta- <laughs> I, ta- I taught him that Messi and, and Messi and uh, Suarez taught him
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but, but but okay. So the thing is, though, with that Neymar, I guess you call it a flop. Then Neymar flopped. There's two things. But well, Neymar, didn't did, Neymar didn't flop. Oh.
1: He tripped, he tried to get up to get the ball. Like I said, Dajala was shielding the ball from Neymar. Neymar got frustrated, pushes him off. like literally pushes him out of like just pushes him off after he was trying to get the ball ready for throw in. And Dajala was the one that flopped. Oh, okay, okay.
2: I got you, I got
1: you. So Neymar got the red got the second yellow for pushing the player.
2: Mm, the right. got the sex goal for flopping. I think I think what it was is um, he was trying to waste time by doing all those t- theatrics and stuff, and so that's why. Also, I want to say it was two reasons why Neymar wanted to get the dude up was for one, you know, he wanted to be like, okay, dude, like you got to go, so we can at least try to tie this game up. And then two, you know, he was like, all right, dude, come on. We're, we're, we're grown-ass men. We don't have to be doing all this shit. Let's just go. Let's just go. It's, it's already, I think, when Neymar got ejected, he was already, like, kind of already disillusioned of him, like, well, damn, like, there's no way I can help the team. So he was already kind of cooled down in the, in-, in the moment. So when the other dude was all pissed off and shit, he was like, all right, come on. He's like, just come on, like. I'm cool down. We we gotta go. We gotta go. Come on, let's go. So I I think that's what it was. Like he was just he was our cool, calm, and collected at the moment because he realized it's this late, I'm getting ejected. Now it's up to my team. I gotta leave it up for them.
1: No, yeah, I totally agree. But yeah, so those are the games to recap. Edward players of the week. Who is your player of the week?
2: My player of the week, sir is what the fuck was and that? Hector Hector's going to hate me for this one my playoff... What? this my my 90s 1940s uh box radio uh, voice the playoff of the week is. <laughs> the player my player of the week is Diogo Jota who scores two goals coming off the bench in the Liverpool's win against Arsenal 3-0 and Kelsey, I'm sure. Little shout out to Kelsey here. Was excited about that. So, and also a little, a little shove to my friend Hector here.
1: <coughs> Look, so, yeah. man, I knew, I knew, I knew Arsenal wasn't going to beat Liverpool. So don't don't be saying like as if as if I as if I thought that Arsenal had a shot.
2: So, well, but I was not. Yeah, you you did you did think they had a shot? That's why you kept saying fuck this, fuck that, fuck. This. <laughs>
1: I was trying to keep the streak alive at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it worked on Tottenham, but apparently...
2: It would not. <laughs> that's, apparently that's Jose Mourinho. <laughs> well, there you go. That is, it, it, it won't work on Liverpool because it's not Jose Mourinho. It worked on, on Tottenham because it's Jose Mourinho. So, but yeah, dude. like So, Diego Jota, I, he's, he's, he's a hell of a player, man. So, I can't... I can't uh, can diss on him or nothing. He's a, he's a hell of a player, man. He's he's a, he's good. He's good. So I that boy I, good. I made him my player of the week. That boy. Good. That that boy good. That boy good. Like really, he is. So, but yeah. Um, who's your player of the week?
1: My player of the week is Marcus Thuram, who scores two goals in Borussia Mönchengladbach's two-one win
2: against Piper. So, he scored the two goals. hmm Oh, nice. Oh, I'm going to have to check this dude out. Like, what is he? Like, a young book or what? I don't
1: know about young. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, he's not old, but, I mean, he's in his 20s.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, he's just a very young player. Uh, French player as well. God, France is just so stacked. <laughs> so many French players. So, many of them. But yeah, no, he scores two goals in British 2-1 winning against Freiburg. Um, so yeah, congratulations to Diogo Jota and Marcus Durab for being our players of the week. And for the first time, Edward did not call Robert Lomodoski early close. That's pretty shocking. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, hey. I mean, Lomonowski's he's hurt, so I can't do that. Halan hasn't been performing right now. He's he's taking like a, a calm chill, maybe. He'll be my player of the week after these Champion League games happen. We'll, we'll wait and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see who's our player of the week for next week. Because uh there's more, there's more than just the you know league games coming on. So oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yep.
1: All right, everyone. But- we got game previews.
2: Yes, we do. All right. so the first game preview is Manchester United versus Tottenham. Now, ironically, <laughs> it's a uh, it's the team that Jose Mourinho used to coach versus what he's coaching now.
1: I like how um, you call Jose
2: Mourinho chosen. Uh, don't give it down. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's like as you know, I called him what the great one, and he was the special one. Uh, they're just nicknames. If you can, if he can make the team look good, then yes, go for it. He will, he will have. But you know me, I didn't have, I, I didn't like him as a coach. So even when he was Manu, even with Real Madrid, you know, you know when it was like the the Pep Mourinho bouts going on, I wasn't too excited for you having him as a coach because I was like, man, this dude here, he's all just, he's always talking shit. But, um, uh, uh, so it's, uh, sorry, sorry, train of thought, train of thought. Okay. So I just, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see like, old Gunner, you know, Jose Mourinho's replacement versus Jose Mourinho. When we always, we always make fun of old Gunner for, for good reasons though. Like I think for good reasons, cause it's always like, Kind of like laughing with him, not at him, because he's always even even if we're doing something like very comical and stuff about him, he's doing it to where he's winning, where he's in mid table or even up in the table, um, but he's doing something right. Whereas Mourinho, we're always like, okay, we're always kind of you know where we we do we do give him some props whenever everything goes good, but then when he goes bad, he doesn't give us he doesn't give us that feel of like okay. He's taking it into onto himself to do this and that, like to, to take the blame. So he ends up blaming somebody else. So of course we can't really give props for that. But it's gonna be interesting to see uh, Manchester United versus Tottenham. Um, the players, both teams have high caliber players, both teams have hella good players. Um, the last meeting, the last meeting, Tottenham won six to one. So is this the revenge? Game for Manchester United over Tottenham? I mean, don't know yet. What, what do you think on that? <clears throat> do you think Manchester United can actually beat Tottenham now? All right, I'm going to have to say no. And the reason why I
1: say that, <laughs> and the, the only reason why I say this is because um, unlike Ta- unlike Tottenham, Manchester United still has Europa to focus on. Mm, yeah. um, so, I mean, obviously, I think. Now they're they're definitely a lot closer. You know, they're in the quarterfinals in Europa League, uh, which we all thought Tottenham would be there. But obviously, Dinamo Zagreb had had different different ideas on that one. Um, yep. Yeah. So I mean, one team can literally just focus on this game and know that they are off till the next weekend, whereas Manu is like, we got to figure out what we're gonna do, like who we're playing, who's playing who, and then who's playing on Thursday. And then we have another game on the weekend as well. So it's going to, I mean, granted, maybe a little bit, maybe they can still push a little bit harder because of the fact that they don't have a game till Thursday. But that doesn't change the fact that, you know, that's that's a big factor into it, that they're still in their tournament. Um, so I, because of that, I think Tottenham can come out with a win. It's not going to be a massive victory like that, but I think Tottenham gets a double.
2: Yeah, okay, okay. Um. All right, I, I I respect that. Um, Manchester United have won three of their last five games, and they've scored fifty six goals, and allowed thirty two. While Tottenham have scored forty nine goals and allowed thirty. So I was going to ask you who you got, but you already explained to me Tottenham. You know you have that one up there. I, on the other hand, seeing as how. Tottenham's kind of going on a on a slub here, a downward slope. I'll give it to Man U. Yeah, am You know, it's. i not saying Man U is a better team. It's just I, I have a feeling that they're probably going to do some crazy old in gunner scheme.
1: An old gunner, you
2: yeah, yes, exactly. An old gunner scheme is going to happen. He might end up putting Pogba in the second half, and Pogba <laughs> scores a hat trick, and we'll be like, "The hell just happened!" Like everybody's going to be like, "The hell just happened, bro." right so so bruno fernandez he's gonna fucking show up i'm sure um so yeah i just um it, it's it's pretty crazy um you know who i haven't heard of edison cavani like just totally random totally random just totally okay. random
1: okay
2: yeah it's like no nah, i just got thinking probably gonna do some research on him to see where he's at all right <laughs> uh, Sorry, but yeah. Um, so I I got Manchester United, and you have Tottenham. So we will see. We will see after this, after this game happens. We'll see who wins. We
1: sure will. You can
2: rub it. In, you can you can rub it in my face if uh, if you decide to. I
1: mean, we're kind of rubbing it in your face after your your takeoffs. <laughs> You'd take on Chelsea
2: on HFC. so, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So, all right. Well, let's see. All right. What's the what's the next game, bro? All
1: right. So, I'm taking over this game because Edward, <laughs> Edward knows nothing about the NWSL. But, um, I apologize. That is correct, guys. The NWSL kicks off this weekend. Um, and and it, it starts off with a banger in my opinion, and that is the game between the Houston Dash, our very own Houston Dash. Um, I don't know if I was a Houston Dash fan or not yet, but I am a Houston Ooh. Dash fan. As they take on the Chicago Red Stars, this kicks off the NWSL season. I'm super excited about it because the Houston Dash was amazing, especially after last year. 2020 was the Dash's year. They did win the Challenge Cup, and we're very close to winning the Fall Series so they were very close to they they were very well in the competition um last year. This is a rematch of the of the Challenge Cup final for the, the Houston Dash one two to nothing against the Chicago Red Stars. Fun fact the Chicago Red Stars also have a former Dash player in Kalia, Ohio Watts. That's correct. Oh yeah. Mrs. what JJ Watt's wife, plays for the Chicago Red Stars. Did was actually the first ever draft pick for the Houston Dash. Um, and the dash and the beating them in the, cha- in the championship final, and I gotta say I'm super excited for this dash this year. Um, they came out with their with their Space City jerseys. Um, I like it, but they were also kind of hyping themselves against Orlando Pride. Orlando Pride's jersey, by the way, it's beautiful. Um, I was very envious of it. If I wasn't, if I wasn't for the fact that I what I am a dash fan, I would have tried to cop one of those jerseys. But because <laughs> um, it, it's beautiful, I I'm telling you, man. That because obviously you know Florida, Houston, they're both considered spaces. Those, those are both locations. Yeah. In NASA. But um, Dash dropped their their space city jerseys on Monday. I like them, but you hyped them up with Orlando's jersey. I'm sorry, Orlando, won. Orlando won one, Orlando one. That, yeah. Sorry, Dash fans. But, oh my God, Orlando's jersey is just so beautiful, man. What is it <laughs> with everybody not in Houston that just happens to have a better? Dash has a good jersey. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just like, damn. God dang. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, the beautiful jerseys. But anyways, going back to that Chicago Red Stars game, I think it's going to be a really exciting game. I think it's going to, obviously, you have the, the drama from the Challenge Cup final. Um, you're going to kick off the NWSL season. The NWSL didn't necessarily have a traditional season last year because of COVID and all that. They did have the Challenge Cup, which was actually like the first thing to come in. Um, starting this whole, the first actual like professional league that started um, from the whole COVID pandemic. Um, Had a smooth tournament. Obviously, they had no COVID issues. The players were very well at following the restrictions of like the NBA. Cough, cough. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, obviously had a good tournament and then had the fall series once getting ran smoothly. Um, So I'm really excited to see what the NW still has in order. Really want to go to this game, but unfortunately I have to work. But if I didn't, I would definitely have definitely gone to this dash game because it's good. I think it's good. It, the dash, the dash environment. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's not. There's not a lot of fans as as most leagues are, but I think it's it's so supporting. So I definitely want to go to a dash game this year. But who you got at okay. work? Um, I, I think I've said so much about the dash Chicago Red Stars. They are very good. They know what they know what to do, with, especially in the playoffs. They're a very well seasoned team. Um, you can't count them out. Um. Houston Dash, to me, they're, they're just the stronger side. They're so good together. Um, they made a lot of big moves last year to to make this team what they are to win the, the Challenge Cup. And mind you, they had a complete haul of players and won a tournament. Something that not many, Damn. especially you want chemistry when you have a, basically a new roster.
2: Yeah, and a whole new team.
1: You went into a tournament with a whole new team and won the whole thing. That says something about the coaching um, for that. So I'm really excited to see what the Dash does this year. Um, especially because they got they're, they got their their, their star back in Rachel Daly, their captain, who was actually on loan during the fall series with, with West Ham United. Um so they got their their leader back there. You still have Jane Campbell who's a US women's national team goalkeeper, even though she's a backup, but she's still in the US women's national team. And you have the revival of Christine US, um, who has been killing it with these US women's national team call-ups as well. So it's gonna be really fun to see them and also don't sleep on Shane room as well. She is a really good midfielder. So I'm just excited about the Dash. I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna say a Dash Cop. Yep. All
2: right. So I may I may have to go with you on that one. Uh I'll I'll stick with Dash because it's, it's Houston. <laughs> there we go. Hey, H Town. H Town. Mhm-hmm, all right, Edward, all right, so the third game is gonna be one we all know and love, causes friendships to break, brotherly love to die, and it is El clásico El Real Madrid versus Barcelona, so that one's gonna be a hell of a match. It's gonna be crazy um. For sure, me and Hector will probably be telling each other shit. Um, the last meeting, <clears throat> Real Madrid won three to one, uh, but Barcelona have scored sixty-seven goals and allowed twenty-four, and Real Madrid have scored thirty—or I'm sorry, fifty-one goals and allowed twenty-three. So it's kind of fairly even, I guess. I guess Barcelona has more. Goals for them. Uh, I mean, a goal for goal against ratio. And um, yes, if every, if anybody, if anybody is wondering, yes, there is a singing bet on the line. So we're putting it out there right now. So I'm hoping Barcelona can actually win this one, not lose it like last time. Because I'm I already have to sing. I don't want us to have to sing again. And then there's going to be twice singing. And
1: then, mind you, Edward still have yet to have water, man.
2: Yeah, I have not. I have not chosen a song at all. Well, you I didn't chose know. you chosen a song. I, I, chose, I chose a song. But it was when uh, when Hector and Spencer ended up tying it up. Real Madrid and Alistair Madrid, they ended up tying it up. So... That was it. That was. I think that was the only time I got to choose anything, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly so. Cool. So yeah. Um. We'll see what happens on this one, but. Uh, all right, Hector. I'm gonna have to ask you, and I don't really. I don't really have to ask you that much, but who you got?
1: I mean, is it obvious? I got Real Madrid, man. I'm really. Ex- I think this is gonna be a good game, a good test. Obviously, there is no Sergio Ramos. Um. The big factor is obviously Barcelona to actually focus on this match because they really have nothing else going on for them, um, whereas Real Madrid has to deal with them. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. What exactly do we see from Madrid? Um, and this is going to be a very exhausted Real Madrid, unfortunately, but that's what that's what going to be. Um, you're, you're probably going to see Rafael Varane and Nacho, Nacho in the midfield. I mean, not midfield, in the center in, at the center. center right. I'm wondering... And, and this is only me wondering, but are we going to see that three back formation again? Because um, I think that this probably be that game where they do it again. They have you know put move Lucas Vasquez up front, up on the on the wing. That same thing also maybe using Ferland Mendy or maybe Marcelo for that for that, that classical. So it's going to be really interesting to see what Real Madrid does. Barcelona looks completely different. Um, they pop they got the groove back um, in some way, um, but obviously this is going to be. It's a classical. I think it's always going to be very close to the tense, but I just think that obviously you got to factor in the problem there are still the champions.
2: Yeah. So at this at this point, I'm like, mm. like it's hard. It's hard. I'm still waiting for Grizzly to find his groove, man. I'm still. I'm been waiting for a while now. So I just um, I'm hoping there's a lot of hope. So. Um, yeah, it's just uh I mean I'll be honest. Uh, it's hard to choose honestly right now at this moment. Um but I'm gonna be backing Barcelona up on this one. I you think the game's have, gonna be have to, I mean you kinda have to. Yeah, I do. But um, I mean I think Barcelona will win two to one. Like it's gonna be uh Okay. A goal that happens that just kinda changes everything.
1: and of course Just like in most of these cases, in the the event of a draw, Spencer chooses what me and Edward have.
2: Oh, God. He's going to have a fun day with that one. If that happens.
1: Yep. But (sighs) anyway, so those are the game previews. And we still have one more thing to preview. And that is the start of the Major League Soccer season. Next week kicks off the MLS season. We're going to go ahead and preview it um, this week. Just so we can not get get it not uh, taken care of. All right, Edward. So obviously you're not an MLS guy, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, so we'll, we'll I'll still love to hear what you think. And don't worry, I'll I'll share my thoughts first before you have to say anything. So then you can pick back off of what I'm saying. But right, right, right. The 2021 MLS season. I'm really excited about it. Obviously, you had finally an original member of the MLS win. The MLS Cup, which was the Columbus Crew, that's going to be definitely someone to follow. But we'll get going. We'll get to that a little bit later. We got to talk about the the, the, the first big storyline to follow, and that is Austin FC. This is the first season for Austin FC, and, and, and you know, obviously, you have sporting director Claudio Reyna. Um, you have one of the members of the ownership group for Austin FC is Matthew McConaughey. Um, all right all right all right so for me Edward, what are you expecting from austin fc
2: man uh honestly i'm i'm expecting a what a lot of the mls teams that just come up uh for them to happen to have like a successful season like i mean you remember when dynamo first came out <clears throat> they won like the first two championships back to back right with duane de rosario when they first came out of, uh, when I guess you could say San Jose, they transferred the team over to Houston. Um, same thing happened with, um, what was it, uh, Atlanta FC, right? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So I, I'm, I'm kind of expecting that, that, that to happen, like for Austin FC to just take over as soon as they get in. And then once the, I mean, everybody sees, I okay, this is how The guy
1: that they have leading leaving this team is Josh Wolf, is uh, a guy that has played with the US Men's National Team. Um, has yep. played in the MLS, so someone that's very knowledgeable in the league. I think it, it, when you go look for managers, you have to make sure you have guys that are either willing to understand Major League Soccer or understand Major League Soccer. Obviously, Tata Martino showed you what happens when you under, when you actually try to understand the league um, and make it work yep. for you. But I think when you have an oh, ownership yeah. when you have an ownership group that is ready to compete, and with Matthew McConaughey, who was actually a Chelsea fan, as well. Um, just just flat out, just let the man leave the press conference. Just let, let, let him the press conference. I don't But anyways, I'm really excited about Austin FC, but we have been seeing a trend that some of these new clubs don't necessarily have the most exciting starts of their season. Obviously, you saw what happened with Inter Miami. We saw with Nashville S C. We saw kind of similar with Minnesota United, not necessarily living up to what we thought they were gonna be as well. FC Cincinnati, that's a interesting, that also didn't pan out that well at the beginning. Um, yeah, we have seen teams that just as soon as they come, like the they just go in and ride into it. Obviously, like a best Seattle Sounders, Portland Timbers, yeah. there's some teams that you can think of that have LAFC um, and Atlanta United. So those are some teams that you can see. So what are we going to see for Austin FC? Are we going to see the, the success of Atlanta United? Or are we going to see the struggles like in FC Cincinnati? Um, I'm just excited. I mean, they have some pretty good players. Diego Fagundes is a player that I'm going to highlight from them. Just because he he is a, a really good player, really good with with his feet, um, so I can't wait to see what what Austin FC brings in. Um, they did play a friendly against the Houston Dynamo, which the Dynamo won three two, um, but obviously that's a friendly. It's not, we'll we'll see what it yeah. is once they play their first real game. But I'm really excited to see from Austin FC. All of right. course, same here. So Edward, I'm going to list you some teams that did not make the MLS Cup playoffs this, this last year. That is Chicago right. Fire, Atlanta United, DC United, Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati, Vancouver Whitecaps, the LA Galaxy, Real Salt Lake, and the Houston Dynamo. From those teams that I have listened to, you, who do you think has a good shot at making the playoffs this year? Well,
2: damn! <laughs> Give me an easy one, Coach.
1: Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start first on this. So for me, the team that I'm going to go ahead and say that will make the playoffs this year is, of course, Atlanta United, led by Gabriel Heinz, someone that we mentioned before. um, Oh, man. Argentine, he has a very good group of players that he already has to begin with. And I'm sure they're looking to get even stronger. One thing we know for sure about Atlanta United is they have no problem spending the money. Um, And that's what I'm thinking of seeing from Atlanta United. I think this is going to be a rejuvenated team. Um, kind of I, I'm not gonna say Gabriel Hines is the same level as Tata Martino, but I think gives you that vibe of Tata Martino. So I think Atlanta right. is definitely gonna get back into the playoff discussion. Um I feel like okay. I, just, I just robbed you one, but um you know, just just try one out.
2: All right. Um I guess LA Galaxy. Okay. LA Galaxy. I mean they've they've been pretty they've been pretty strong and um, I mean, even I though Slatan left and everything, but they, they, they've, they've still, been doing pretty.
1: They do have Chicharito. Obviously, he wants to redeem himself after having tremendous start to his MLS career. Um, so I definitely, sure, I'm sure he has his eye on redeeming himself. But I, LA Galaxy does have a really good team. Obviously, they have Sebastian jet Um, so I mean, it, I can, and obviously, with a new manager now leading this team, there could be some question marks. But I think. Those question marks will be answered this year. I think LA Galaxy is going to definitely have a good bounce back into the, uh, into the season. And plus, they have some great jerseys. Oh my God, Dude, <laughs> I, I hate that I love it. They brought a throwback to the to the old school LA Galaxy look.
2: Oh um, really? So the like the, the one that Kobe Jones would wear?
1: Yeah, the their their new jersey. I love it once again. If I wasn't uh, committed to the Houston Dynamo like I am, I Whoa. would have bought that jersey along with a lot of other jerseys. Seattle Sounders.
2: Oh my god, I love the TV. But anyway, well, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you just, you know, put Kobe Joe's name on it and just say it's a remastered edition, just like I you in the uh, video games.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. My niece is Dynamo fan I can't do it. Anyways, all uh, right, all right, Edward. So for you, who's your team to watch?
2: A team to watch, I guess I want to say uh, out of out of the those teams. No, I'll
1: just
2: hold on the MLS a, uh, You know what? I'll keep my eye out on uh, Austin FC. Okay. Okay. All right. For me,
1: the team that I, I'm going to be watching is the Seattle Sounders. Obviously, they were... All the discussion of them being a dynasty was, was the talk of the town. They have been making it MLS final over and over again. So, obviously, you know, you want to see the, 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 the term dynasty should be well... Given to them, um, they were obviously they fell short because they lost the Columbus crew. But I think that that well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with Seattle, just because obviously they're not going to have Jordan Morris due to his injury, um, and they did lose a few players. But let's see what Seattle Sounders to do because I feel like they they always find a way, and I think that they're going to continue the consistency even without some, but even with losing some players. Yeah. All right, Edward, do, you have a play- do you have a player to watch?
2: Uh, well, you did mention, uh, Diego Fagundes and if you recall, I actually would get him a lot on FIFA whenever I was playing with the, uh, with the second tier English team, I would always end up getting him from, uh, New England. So yeah, uh, that would be my player to watch right now. Okay. Okay. My player to
1: watch is going to be from Atlanta United and that is Joseph Martinez. Um, Obviously, did not play last year due to I believe he was still recovering from his injury. Um, so I'm really excited to see what Joseph Martinez does this year. He loves the MLS. He loves Atlanta. He's, I, I don't think he's going to leave, even though every time I play FIFA, he always gets transferred out of, out of Atlanta.
2: Um, <laughs> he gets transferred to like a, a English team or something. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I'm really
1: excited to see what Joseph Martinez does. He is nasty up top. He always scores goals. It is such a fun player to watch, and I can't wait to see him come back. And hopefully he's back at a hundred percent. Because Atlanta United is definitely gonna him. Yeah. All right, Edward, who is your favorite to win the MLS Cup? Who um
0: uh,
2: mm, Seattle. Seattle?
1: Okay.
2: Seattle. Seattle. I had to think about it for a bit because I'll be honest, I want Dynamo to win, but I
1: kind (laughs) of have to be... Let's
2: be a little bit real. That's that's what I was saying. I was like, I kind of have to, you know, I have to be realistic about that.
1: All right. For me, my favorites win the MLS Cup. I don't know why, but I think it's because I like what they did in the offseason. And that was, they got stronger and they're already stronger than this. I'm going with the Columbus Crew. I think the Columbus Crew has a strong, strong chance at repeating the mls cup they are they they got deeper they signed some more players they still have that team that they have so it's going to be really it's going to be really fun to watch the Columbus crew this year i think Columbus crew is my favorite to win the mls
2: cup all right so you want you're saying to repeat basically
1: yep repeat all right so that is our preview for the mls uh season We're going to go ahead and have one more ad read, and then we'll go ahead and go into our three up, three down, which I think is going to be a very interesting topic. So go ahead and check out that ad.
0: Hector, what was your New Year's resolution?
1: Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read.
0: What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash podcast. You'll be supporting the Insert Name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done.
1: Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. And we are back. And it is time for three up, three down.
2: All right, all right, all right, and it seems like it's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, today's topic is guilty pleasures. So essentially, our three down is the ones that I guess we're more more embarrassed to admit, and uh, yep. the the three up is obviously the ones that we have no problem sharing.
2: <laughs> so this could be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Let's put it that way. It's gonna right. we might find out things about ourselves. We're best friends. But we might find out things about ourselves that we may not have known.
1: Yeah. All right. So you want me to go first, or you want to go first?
2: Uh, you can go first.
1: All right. All right. So at number three, I have um, the massing. Really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was that—that's not something I was expecting.
1: Um, i, I find the show entertaining. Um, I don't—I don't tell people very often that I, listen, that I actually watch the Mask but it's very entertaining. Uh, I love—I I love seeing who uh who goes on the show. I do get excited when I actually can guess the the, the uh, <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> um, recently, they had Danny Trejo, and uh, he was one of the contestants. No, yeah, he, what? Uh, he was a raccoon.
0: <laughs> but how does he sing? That's my uh, question. Horribly. Horribly.
2: Oh,
1: God. I uh, bet. He, he God, sang, that voice. He sang Wild Thing. And, uh, know, he, he also, and then he sang uh, Ring of Fire. Uh, so... Uh, he, he. Oh yeah. but really? so, so, so I was like, man, who could that be? And then as, as soon as he started singing Ring of Fire, I was like, oh, that's a... And they give you, you know, in the show, they give you clues, like, you know, who, who could be uh, it. Um, yeah. Yeah like, give you some clues about them, and, and so, like, as soon as he mentioned that he was a former boxer and that he's, you know, one day someone was like, hey, you know, uh, I think he was there to be, like, a stunt double. They, hey, can you do this scene for us? And then after that, he became, like, he became in a, he was in a bunch of movies after that. Um, so yeah. Like, yeah. Danny Trejo, I was like, oh, that's Danny Trejo. But so like it turned out to be Danny Trejo. I was, like, super hyped for that kind of record.
2: Wow. I would not expect I would not expect that. That's crazy, bro.
1: Yeah, so I had the best thing. Once again, not, this is like be proud of seeing this, but yeah. I do
2: like this. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, should I mean, it's really cool. All
1: right. Uh, number two is uh, uh, 13 Reasons Why. Basically, oh, what? Basically, the, the stupid Netflix shows. This is basically what I'm saying. Like, like, 13 Reasons Why that, that show you uh, but specifically, thirteen reasons why, just because I feel like it's a very good example, that, as the kind of shows that I end up finding myself watching, and and I do think the show is stupid. I, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna say as if it was stupid because I do like the message that it's trying to send, you know, speak on these issues of you know, prevent, you know, preventing suicide and all that. Uh, but the show's extra, is what I'm trying to say. And damn, I'm like, I guess I for, because I watched the first season, because so I was like, okay, what's the show all about? I kind of found myself like, okay, well, I gotta watch the second season because I, I need to see what, where where this goes, and then the third season. Uh, third season is the final season, at least I hope it is. Um, uh, and I was like, well, at this point, I'm, I'm emotionally invested as to what happens with these kids, so I, I watched oh, them, So I watched it, and I was just like, uh, is it good? It can't be, but I was I criticized it the whole time as I was watching it, but I did find it entertaining, be nonetheless. So yeah, thirteen 13 reasons why. Basically, shows just like that on that you see on Netflix, there's a good chance that I'm probably watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then number one, so if you don't watch uh, Univision, you probably don't know this, but um, there's a show called Enamorados. Amor- en uh which one is
2: that
1: It's literally comes late, it comes out late on Univision. Uh, Univision for, for those non Spanish speakers. Um so the show is called in en- Enamoramos.
2: And I think Enamor- it, so do, does it mean okay. Enamoramos like do we we make people fall in love or in or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. like it, we love okay, okay. We okay. make people fall in love.
0: So
1: Okay.
2: So okay, there's a translation to make people fall in love.
1: And so basically what the show is is that they bring in um people that are looking are that de- basically when Tinder and Bumble fail you go to this. Uh, <laughs> um, so basically, people come in, that are single, they're looking to date someone. They go on the show, um, and essentially, they're on the show, and then they give you a number, like either a phone number or they give you the WhatsApp. Because, you know, in it's, it's Spanish, that's in it's Spanish culture everybody uses WhatsApp. Um, yeah. So they give you this number to like call if you're interested in a person that they feature on the show, and then they bring you in for a future episode where you. You you meet the person and you talk and then at the at, like, you know, once you talk once you meet, you know introduce yourselves and you get to know each other a little bit the person that you requested to speak um has the chance to either say that they would like to go on a date with you or that they don't want to and you know that you know that this doesn't and th- so then after that like the, the host of the show gives you the option if you want to stay and be part of the show by like you know, be, you know if someone calls and asks for you. And you know your right, your, right. Your name get you, you get featured on a, another episode, or you can just. leave um, And I'm like, I, like it's something that I do with my family. Like I watch it with my mom, I watch it with Orhan, I watch it with my nieces, I watch it with my sister. Like we all watch it, and it's not so much to see like who who falls in love. Because honestly, if you're find, if you're looking to find love through this show, you're probably not going to find <laughs> it. <laughs> it's so much so because like, like as soon as the person walks in, the person that like called to like want to talk to this person that they're interested right. in, you you I like guessing whether or not they're gonna say yes or no oh man like, like there' and, and like you I've watched that show so much now that I actually kind of have an idea of what these people are looking for now right like there's this one guy his name's Lester he's like a 40 year old dude one probably should not be on the show <laughs> <laughs> um, he's super picky like super super picky, but you know, and like most of the girls, he say no, he says no. But anyways, uh, I remember like there was this one girl comes in, and she was tall. And I mean, like this guy isn't, he's not tall. Okay? I mean, he's probably average height at best. And this girl, she was interested in him, and she was tall. Like I mean, she could probably be in the day. And I was like, okay, this is, hard, this is gonna be a hard no. But that that's, literally, I'm judging people in this show, and that just, I'm I'm not proud of it because obviously, I I'm, I'm nowhere to be judging this. <laughs> it's very entertaining for me and it's cool that i do this project. so i'm not proud to say that i' i actually watched this show but yeah i, I watched that show
2: all um, right all right well so wow to, to to reiterate
1: my my uh my bottom three it is um what's the first what was the first oh um the Masked singer uh show similar to 13 reasons why Thirteen reasons why, and in Namo in nambo nambo. We, we make people fall in
2: love. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We make people fall in love is the name of the show. That's what he's trying to say.
1: Yep, I guess it, I guess essentially okay. it's, it's like the English, ver- the American version of
2: Love. Well, do you remember there used to be this TV show on uh, on MTV Blind Date? I think that's what it was called. Oh, blind Date? Yeah, but th- th- you didn't have like a
1: person like, hey, this is so and so, go on a date with them. Oh, like, really? That's because that's how the show works. Like they they bring in like the the the, the single people, and then you call and like you know like for, you call them like, hey, you know I'm in, you know I'm interested to get to know this person, and then you they bring you into the show so you can get to know the person, and then the person can either humiliating you on TV if I say no, or they say yes and you go on a date.
2: Right. Okay. 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 Alright. So, these are your three downs, right? Yep. Yeah. So, to reiterate, I will, three I down. will not be proud of it to say that I watched this sh- Right. Okay. 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 Alright. So, to reiterate, your number three was what again? I already said. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Masked Singer. Uh the Masked Showns Singer. Like 13, 13 Reasons Why. Right. And, uh, and um, number and Amor models. Enamoramos.
2: Enamoramos. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So here it goes with me embarrassing myself. Um so my number three. And it's a chick it's a chick show. Hence the title of it. My guilty pleasure show. And I started watching it just for one reason and one reason only is because I was head over heels in love with this the 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 protagonist the main the main protagonist which was the mom and the daughter uh gilmore girls oh wow yeah. wow yeah so i started watching just because of that because i was like damn I was like, this girl has such deep blue eyes i was so in love i mean you know me and the, the colored eyes bro i'm all i'm all, all that and then uh but then i started getting into the story. How she was like really really smart and she was like a, 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 like I guess you can say like a single mom and taking care of her kid and stuff like that and they all fall in love kind of shit. It was like literally it was a freaking, uh, so it was a soap opera basically. And then as much as they didn't want to make it seem like that, but it just it just rolled off like that. That's like a, I guess you could say it's like a, like a rom com drama kind of kind of uh kind of show but i i I liked it and it was was pretty good so you know i i have there's a spin-off i guess or like there's like what happened after all these years on netflix or Hulu i think i don't know i have not watched it i honestly don't plan on it because i don't even want to know what happened to it (laughs) i just know it ended it was good Okay, but yeah, that's my that's my guilty pleasure. I would if, if I were to watch it again, I probably would be like, okay, maybe I'll check it out. But I haven't watched it recently, so that's my guilty that's my number three guilty pleasure, Gilmore Girl. Okay, <laughs> what do you think about that?
1: Um, you're my best friend. I have never <laughs> once seen you Gilmore Girls, so clearly you you hit this very well.
2: All uh, right. <laughs> Bro, it would come on CW and shit. Yeah, the uh, that's, that,
1: that's the thing that's funny is that it's on the CW back when everything was like on public tents.
2: Yeah, now it's like you can't find it nowhere because I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. I think I remember, uh-huh. but but okay. So my number two. All right. So my number two is this is this is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um. Maybe I'll be judged by this I don't know maybe I'll be known as a pervy pervy sage kind of like the Naruto guy. You may know this sector, but I do like playing those um those anime games, the ones that are pretty they're i guess they're rated m or maybe rated t like they're but they show like those anime chicks and like oh my God, my clothes fell off and shit like that like I'm like I find those pretty funny <laughs> like like they're they're, they're hilarious. No, the clothes don't fall off on Dead or Alive. That's a fighting game. I don't consider that one of those. One of those names. Or let's that, put it this way: the that anime. Was a
1: selling point for those games.
2: <laughs> it, it was. I mean, but honestly, the fighting styles in Dead or Alive are actually pretty badass. It's kind of like Tekken. I was just. I was just Oh. Okay. I've, never,
1: I've okay. never
2: heard of these games ever, so I'm. I'm okay. For, for for example, there's one game. It's a puzzle game, but it's like a. It's not an RPG either. It's a it's a puzzle game, but it has a story to it. The story is it's co- the game's called Catherine. You're a guy, your name's Vincent, and you're going out with this girl whose name is Catherine, but it's with a K. And then you meet this other girl whose name is Catherine with the C. You end up fall- you end up sleeping with this new chick, and you in basically the game you're playing in the puzzle games is you and your dreams. So then you you kind of do stuff in your dreams. To and you and you play the game while you're in the bar as well, and you do certain situations uh, that basically affects what happens in the game. But of course, it involves with you being like a, like a, like, like not pervy, but like you sleep with somebody else and you're trying to hide her from your girlfriend, and it just goes on and on and it just keeps rolling and rolling in the puzzle game. So that was pretty, it, it's a, uh, it has like that sensual content. There you go. So kind of stuff like that. Um, right, same so, thing. If you so remember sexual video games, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sexual video, basically, uh, raunchy video games. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like that, like, uh, even hell, even Elder Scrolls, bro, Oblivion, Oblivion, uh, uh Skyrim, uh, the, those, those are very like up there in that thing. Fable, same thing, you know, kind of games like that, okay. but but yeah, this is the first time I'm admitting to it. I feel like I'm in a rehab or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have a problem. I like to play these really uh, X-rated games, even though they're not X-rated; they're just rated M. But uh, <laughs> all right, okay. This is my number one guilty pleasure, and it's it's very well known, actually. You haven't seen me because you never see me during the morning. Something that I, it has been brought to my attention that they say yeah, you need to stop this and stuff like that. But drinking the ghost energy drinks or bangs, like that's become part. Of, or pre workout that's become part that's of my day. Pleasure. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. Like I love the tastes of different tastes and everything. Um, usually the pre workout I take is Total War and it's Green Apple or Orange Crush. Um. Tiger Blade okay, was nasty. I guess,
1: I guess I never thought about energy drinks as a guilty pleasure.
2: Oh, bro, trust me, the ghost ones are amazing. They have the Sour Patch Kids ones and the and the Warhead ones. Whoo, off the chain, bro. Those are our. Okay. Those are badass.
1: So, some people tell me I have an issue with energy drinks,
2: but I only drink one. Oh no, 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 no! I go. I, I'll take... Oh, uh, Rain. Rain has a really good one. Rain has two good ones. They the the. The bottles are red and silver, and, and uh, or not the bottles, but the cans are red and silver, and the other one is it's silver and blue. Uh, I believe those two are the really the better ones off of those. Um, they do have separate ones. There was one rain one that I tried. It was I wasn't too big of a fan. I am on the verge of trying out Rock's new energy drink, the Rock's energy drink. Uh, okay. Zowa.
1: So, so you're and
2: a, so you're an energy drink connoisseur. Me. I mean, from when I'm looking at your face on the video right now, you seem like you're doing it. But yeah, to, to wrap it up, uh, my number three, Gilmore Girls. Number two, is sexual video games as you said. Number one is uh, uh, energy <laughs> drinks. What? <Damn.
1: laughs> it's just funny though. Gilmore Girls, uh, games with suggested themes, energy drinks. <laughs> like These are the ones you're ashamed to admit.
2: Yes. So even okay. though I, I I'll admit to the energy drink, but other than that, uh not really that big a deal.
1: Okay. All right then. All right. Uh three up. So at number three, um, <laughs> um <for> Becky G. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've um, all known about that one for a while now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ashamed
1: to admit it. that's my, that's my big. But I'm pretty, I do dedicate, like not dedicate. It's not like I dedicate my my, my life to, to Becky G, but there's just mm. some days where I'm just like, I just want to mm. jam. Okay, I've had all a right. few. I, I've had a few of those days where I'm just like, you know what? I just want to jam. So literally, all I listen to the whole day is Becky G. Um, I do love her music. I think she's very She's a she's very talented. She has a voice of an angel. Once again, <laughs> uh, risk it all for her.
2: <laughs> I see that. I see that now.
1: Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Number three is Becky G. Uh. Number two, uh, is musicals.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Um. I do. I do enjoy musicals. I actually. I don't know. I think I think I find them entertaining. I uh, I, um, I mean I knows that in high school. I used to do, I used to do theater. Um, never musical theater because I don't have I don't have a voice <laughs> for singing. <laughs> um, but I did do theater in high school, and I always kind of admired musical theater. You not do it. Um, but I always thought it was it's, it's really entertaining, and I think that it's really impressive. And So uh, I'm not just talking about like like. The, the the cinematic musicals but like actual like live performances um hamilton that's a banger um if you guys have not listened, if you guys have not watched hamilton yet um great that was an amazing uh musical i i, I enjoyed it if it wasn't so damn long i would i would probably at least try to watch that every other
2: weekend i've is, seen i've seen uh, i've seen Mamma mia
1: the, the the actual live musical or the one with uh, with Beryl Street?
2: No, the musical. Okay. Like yeah, in I like the it. in the auditor or not the auditorium, but that place where they do the plays and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. know. But yeah, so I do love musicals. Uh my favorite musical that's gonna sound party, but Greece. <laughs> Greece, Greece is actually that's for like, us. I, for,
2: for us we call it home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Gre- Greece was uh was what was honestly what got me into musicals. I thought that it was just entertaining, uh, to just an entertaining experience. So I just, I, I, don't know. I just love musicals. So that's my number two is musicals. Um, and then my number one guilty pleasure, um, is
2: peanut butter. All right. Yeah, that's a, actually I've done know about that one for a while now. So
1: I love peanut butter. Um, just. If it has peanut butter in it, there's a good shot, a good chance that I'm gonna try it. Um, but yeah, peanut butter. I, Edward, I, Edward sees me. He sees me like just grab some peanut, like grab a peanut butter jar and just scoop a spoon in there, and I just, I'll eat it just like yep. that. So, yep, yeah, he I love, does. I love peanut butter. So yeah, so to reiterate my 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 three up, it is Becky G, <laughs> musicals, and uh, peanut butter all right
2: sounds good sounds good all right all right so here's my number one all uh, right here's my here's my three okay so my three my guilty pleasure number three video games everybody knows it and the thing It's funny because there's actually girls who approach me they'll talk to me and stuff and they'll ask me what i do in my free time and i'm like oh you know work kids I, I I do tell them all, oh, but I play video games too, and then I think that's the turn off. <laughs> so, so yeah, video games is my thing. Um, that's my number three. My number two. Um, that one is movies and TV shows. Like uh, that's that's uh, okay. Let's put it this way: sitcom excuse me movies like crazy stupid love those rom-coms? those kind of movies you mean rom-coms? yeah rom-coms yeah rom-coms like even though it's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine people know that anything with the certain actors or actresses like if they're in certain movies as well like even jim carrey's movies like they they have rom with that um like yes man you know um that that one uh, Crazy Stupid Love, Date Night with my uh, Steve Carell. Those everybody knows. That I love these type of movies and Hitch. it's not a big. It's not a. It's not a big deal. What? What? Hitch? Huh? Hitch? Oh yeah, Hitch. Yeah, I watched that with Will Smith and Eva Longoria. Or no, Longoria, no Eva, Eva i Sorry, 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 sorry. Disrespect nice. to Eva Longoria. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure some people want to cancel her. <laughs> but so yeah those type of movies it's a guilty pleasure of mine but it's its known you know so it's not something like oh hey I hide this shit you know hell I'll even do memes out of that I mean I don't know how many times i fucking sell picture like like showing like Steve Carell or even hell I even showed him Ryan Gosling taking off his shirt I'm like hey this is gonna be me the next time you see me which hasn't happened hasn't happened <laughs> Probably won't happen oh okay fuck you Anyways. <laughs> Alright, so... The, and the day my you have the
1: body of Ryan Gosling is the day I have the body
2: of Ryan Gosling. Bet. Bet on it. Let's do
1: a bet. Let's do it. Let's this do is it. A, the, the, a bet on the like, I am not going to want to see your body.
2: Ever. No, no. But ever. I, will highlight, I will just ever. randomly walk in. I will oh. randomly walk in shirtless and be like, Hey, heck, what's nope. up? Let's do the show.
1: And I will keep and my eyes closed.
2: No, nope. you, know you won't. No, nope. you won't. Because you will you will have to do it. No, we're not doing out. this. this is,
1: no, <laughs> it doesn't help that people in high school thought that.
0: They, <laughs> no, I'm saying not, you're going
2: to have
1: to work They already down, thought bro. our friendship was weird as it was. To the point where I had to, have to, have to, have to say we were cousins.
2: Well, you could have easily said brothers, but no.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say you're my brother.
2: It's all right number one this is very well known sweets sweets of any kind bro like any chocolate fucking cinnamon rolls any any pastries uh candy bars literally okay so literally my snacks to try to be healthy are those protein bars but the the sweet kinds not the fucking oh granola bar kind shit and but no, the mine are like those um the protein bars that you see that shit and I'm like, oh man, like it makes me think like, damn it, I'm a fat ass. And sometimes sometimes even in my in my diet, my my snacks are honey roasted cashews trying to be healthy or oh or cocoa covered all uh almonds, you know, or chocolate covered almonds. So it's like yeah, uh, sweets. Sweets is my guilty pleasure for everything. Like, uh it, it's it's something that I, I can eat it eat it every day, every freaking day. So yeah, that is, and it's well known. It's well known. You tell me, you' gonna buy me some cupcakes or so, or whatever, bro. I'm 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 ham. I'm I'm down for that birthday cake. I'm half for that.
1: A unicorn cake.
2: A what? A unicorn cake. Uh yeah, hey I I took a bite out of that too. She uh, that's what you got me for my birthday. I fucking took it. I did not give a damn. I was like, hey, it's sweet. It's I like it. Fuck it. Whatever. But okay. yeah. So to re- reiterate, um video games, um, rom com movies, and um chocolate, penny sweets, really.
1: Okay. All right, so Spencer ha- has not sent us anything, so there is that. So th- that is our 303 down. Uh, we want to give a shout out to the Unhinged Sports Network. You can catch us on Fridays at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time um, on the Unhinged Sports Network, unhingesn.com. That's where you can find us. We will be premiering there first before we will be dropped on all major podcast platforms obviously spotify pandora iheart all that all that good stuff so that's where you're going to find us first before you catch us on the other platforms um so shout out to them and if you guys want to be notified when we are live with them um follow them on twitter at network unhinged um you're gonna see us do well i mean we're already active with them but um i'm gonna to build tough myself up and i'm gonna start trying to do some vlogs for them it's, Oh, well, we need to start, we need to bring out the world of soccer and uh, and I, I need to start getting creative, so I'm gonna start doing some blog. <laughs> So, there's that be on the alert for that one. Um, yeah, also shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, Ang Graphics, for the creation of the insert name logo. Um, if you guys love our logo as much as we love our logo, then you should hit her up on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, that's a.g.graphics with an X. Um, hit her up, ask her that you want a logo created or a graphic or whatever you need done for you. And she got you, I
2: swear to God. <laughs> yeah. And love you. Out, but, I haven't done that. I love you to Ali in a while. So,
1: love you. Okay. And shout out <laughs> to the man, the myth. D. Roosevelt Spencer, the there you producer go. for this podcast. Obviously, you hear the beats, you hear our intro, you hear our outro, you hear, you heard his rendition of Never Gonna Give You a Barber Gaslight. You know, he's the truth.
0: So, the are truth. You,
1: what are you doing? Go ahead and collaborate with our guy Spencer. You can follow him on Instagram at That Guy dope. Once again, it's at That Guy Dope. So, go ahead. And hit him up so you guys can get on with this beat game that we are doing. Because you guys are slipping because we're ahead of you right now. Yep. But yeah, man, so that You're is
2: thinking... the show. No, I was like, yep.
1: All right, man, so that's the show. It's episode 31. That is correct. We have officially reached Edward's Age.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not not too happy about it, but Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you should,
1: that means we're doing something right if we're still making episodes. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> obviously, once again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FC If you guys want to obviously partake in, in some of our posts that we end up dropping from the show because um, we love interaction. We love interacting with you guys. We're still small, so we definitely can interact with everyone that, that comes across our way. So please go ahead and, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, because we're we're trying to blow up and we're trying to make things pop not only for ourselves but obviously for you the know, entire sports network as well. So yeah. So there is that is episode 31. Thanks for listening and catch us next week for episode 32.
2: Take care guys. That's
1: our name,